Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Buzzsprout be the way. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show could be online and listed on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many more, just within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. With Buzzsprout, you can create something great together. Follow the link in the show notes, which lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. Buzzsprout will send you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it's sent after a second paid invoice, and it helps support our show as well. Buzzsprout, the best way to create a great and professional podcast. Later. Hey, what's up? I'm Ren, the host of Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Anchor be the way. With Anchor's creation tools, you can record and edit right from your smartphone and personal computer. Anchor offers 100% free hosting and distribution, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Anchor allows you to make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Who doesn't want to make money, right? Anchor has everything you need to make a successful podcast all in one place. Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast ever. Just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And don't forget to check out my podcast at anchor.fm slash dancingwithmydemons69 and on Spotify, Dancing With My Demons. See you all soon. Later. Bye. What's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dancing With My Demons podcast. I'd like to welcome you all back to another episode. This is episode 13. I've entitled Blue Monday, Blue Days. This episode is going to be about the trial and error that is trying to figure out meds and getting prescribed meds and also about getting diagnosed properly. Um, I, I want to start with the diagnosis because there, I've noticed, especially on support groups, but also in personal life, there's a lot of guessing and there's a lot of questions of, of am I bipolar? Or do you think that person's bipolar? Or doing the, the Google search or the WebMD, you know, diagnosis of being bipolar. And the best advice I could give to anybody who's questioning whether they are or whether they know somebody who is that maybe, you know, they, they feel should get help to make sure you get a proper diagnosis by a psychiatrist because 
the God's honest truth, that's the only way you're really going to know what your mental illness or your condition is. It's by being diagnosed by a psychiatrist first. That's the starting point. Because you could guess and you could see things in your loved ones and your friends and the people around you or even in yourself, you see symptoms, things that you see on the internet or things that you've been told. And, and there's a lot of misconceptions behind it too. There's a lot of similarities and there's a lot of symptoms or things that may you may think may be bipolar or mental illness that just may not. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have a mental illness or you are bipolar. I never personally ever give like some kind of diagnosis. One, I'm not a doctor. I am somebody who lives with bipolar and the only bipolar that I can ever diagnose or ever talk about with complete, you know, knowledge is myself. That's the first and foremost. I couldn't speak upon anybody else or what I think or my opinion is because that's not fair. Uh, I think when you put that out there to people right away, it triggers a thought or a question mark, or it makes them feel like, oh, maybe I am, or maybe this. In reality, that's not a, a real good way to start off in finding out. The best way is to get diagnosed, to get evaluated by a psychiatrist. Once again, very important. That's the starting point. Once you get past that point and you get the, you know, I guess the answers that you require or that you need, you can go from that point. And probably the second most important thing is if you're prescribed or you're being, you know, given meds, medications um, for your bipolar or your mental illness, uh, it's a big trial and error. You know, I, I see a lot, especially on the support groups, um, people asking, hey, you know, how's this working for you? Hey, how's this, you know, make you feel, or does this make you gain weight, or does this make you feel this way? Or, and I, I've said it before, and I'm going to keep saying it until it starts, you know, resonating with people. Mental illness and bipolar are like fingerprints. Everybody has fingerprints, but everybody's is unique to them, and that's the best way to approach it, especially when you're questioning things. I think, especially in the beginning, people are looking for answers or and they want something to relate to or to to latch on to to make them feel like not alone but you got to kind of be real with yourself you got to kind of really ask the serious questions and most importantly once again get evaluated um you know that's where you can that will be your starting point of where you go next especially in regards to meds it's going to be a big trial and error there's no you know, copy paste format of meds. There's no distinct way you take this, you take that, and that's going to make you feel better. It really doesn't work that way. A lot of it is body chemistry, brain chemistry, emotional um, well-being, um, mental well-being. A, a lot of things, you know, play into it and how it will affect you and how you will respond to it. And everybody's going to respond to it differently. Some, you know, might have certain effects where others won't and so that's that's where it makes it really tricky and i, I think people rather than it, it's great to have the support groups because it offers you help and offers you knowledge and information but the information that's being given keep in mind is for the individual who's dealing with it it's not going to be relative to everybody there might be similarities, but at the same time, there might be big differences. So you have to be real careful with that, especially when you're asking these questions in regards to meds. 
because like I said, it's not copy and paste. There is no specific format and it could require quite a bit of time. You know, especially when you start taking meds, it, it usually takes about a good month, maybe even two months, maybe even longer at times for it to finally get into your system and start having an effect and making you feel a certain way. And you really do have to give it the time needed to get in your system to find out how it's going to work for you. You know, right away, people go for, you know, kind of get frustrated by the immediate effect or, or they, that there's no effect at all. And you have to be patient with it. You know, it's body chemistry. You have to allow it to, to really work into your body to find out if it works or if it doesn't work. And if you're feeling like the particular medications that you're being given don't work for you, it's okay to question it. It's okay to go back to your to your psychiatrist and say, hey, I'm feeling this way. I'm, I'm not feeling right about that. I, I'd like to try something else. These are your choices because ultimately the medications you're being given is what's going to help you in your recovery and help you manage and cope with your mental illness. So it's very important that you question these things. Don't just sit back and, and be like, you know, I, I've taken this and because I've done it, trust me, I, I've spent my early years after being evaluated, I was very frustrated. I was very frustrated with medications. I was very frustrated with doctors and how they were treating me or how they weren't treating me. And it's, but ultimately once I did find a doctor that suited me and somebody who treated me properly and somebody who, and I had to work through the trial and error with medications before I got to a comfortable level. And even then, after if you do find a comfortable, I guess, um, mixture of medications or, or whatever medications that they prescribe to you, and you find something that seems to be working for you, over a period of time, you, you know, you, you, there may be adjustments because you, the levels might need to be adjusted because your body does get used to it, so it might adjust. You know, things about you might change. Your your weight, you, you know could play into it. Um, the things, other medications you might be taking for other illnesses might play into it. So all these little variables play into how your mental illness medication is going to help you. So as you go along and if you do find something that is working for you, that's great, but kind of, you know, always self-monitor yourself and be, you know, as years go on and time goes on, keep making sure that things are still working for you and if they're not you know talk to your doctor right away let him know hey i think we might have to adjust this because i'm starting to feel like it's not having that much of an effect on me anymore or if it's clearly not doing anything for you anymore you may just completely have to try a new set of meds i know that sounds shitty and it's crappy and you don't want to have to keep you know changing and doing all these these adjustments to your life, especially when it comes to medications, but it's necessary. It's, you know, it's un unfortunately, it's a necessary evil in regards to managing your mental illness or your bipolar medication plays a big part and constantly be self-aware and constant communication with your doctors and your family. You know, if you have a, a good support group, which, you know, I definitely recommend that you surround yourself with good people and that are going to help you and keep an eye on you and also help you be aware with yourself because they're gonna notice as well any changes in your behavior that that they question these things with you, that they question you about it. And you know, 
make you think about, you know, are things working properly? Because it's these little variables that are going to help you manage your illness in the long run. And that's ultimately what you're going to have to do because there is no cure for mental illness. There is no cure for bipolar. It's something that has to be constantly managed. You have to come to accept the fact that this is what you're living with. This is what you're dealing with. And and you got to kind of at some point accept it. In the beginning, it's usually pretty hard. You know, you can be in denial about it. And you want to resist and you want to fight. And even as time goes on, years can go by and you can still continue to resist. Continue to resist that thing that, yeah, I can beat this. Because it, it does play tricks on your mind and it can play with you. But that's the, import, the importance of self-awareness and, and self-monitoring and also having a good support group. It's all these variables that are going to help you manage and cope and deal, you know, with all these little variables in the long run. It's very, very important issues. So that's why I found it very important to talk about this episode, because, uh, these, this particular episode about, you know, meds and about um, evaluations. It's because of that. I, I see a lot of it. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of people questioning whether they are bipolar and or whether they have a mental illness at all. And that's why, I, you know, I can't reiterate enough how important it is to get evaluated. Don't just assume um, that you are because somebody tells you you are. Don't just assume because you read it on the internet or you read a book that it's probably very knowledgeable, but it just might not be you. It's very important to be evaluated, to be looked at, to be talked with, to get a full understanding. Let them, who are the doctors, the professionals, um, evaluate you and make that diagnosis for you. Don't you do it because you can make such critical mistakes that are going to be so harmful to you just because you tried to self-diagnose, you know, and, and taking meds without being prescribed or not really having somebody there to watch over you and prescribe you. The, the proper meds can be very dangerous as well. You have to be very cautious. You have to be very aware of, of these things. You have to be very careful. All these little things can be very dangerous to your you know, to your well-being, to your health, and to those around you. It can have a very adverse effect on your body. It can have a very adverse effect on your mind and cause you to do things if you're not properly diagnosed. That's why it's so important. And I see it more so lately because there have been a lot of things with depression and suicide I've noticed and a lot of people questioning their mental illness and trying to, I guess, question others, um, like, between the group and, and the individuals trying to self-diagnose themselves and, and going by what other people have to, you know, as a diagnosis. And it's very, very dangerous thing to do. I, you know, it's very important to, to be aware of that and to be so careful about that because it is very dangerous. You know, the wrong prescription can do so much damage and, and ultimately in the end, you want to be healthy. You want to be able to manage. You want to be able to to live, you know, a very decent life. You know, it's hard enough to to, to deal with a mental illness and the knowledge of, of that you have a mental illness and being bipolar. That anything that you can do to aid you and to assist you and to make things better is what you want to do. You you know, you want to be able to manage this illness, and that's really what it is. You're managing it. You're doing everything you can, and, and there's a lot of you know other different things as well, besides medication. 
you know, your your per, your own personal health, you know, exercise, um, your nutrition, your sleep, all these things are so critical to your well-being and managing your illness. Um, the the environment that's around you, you know, your your work, you know, if you're working in in a job that you know is adding more stress to your life, you may want to rethink that career move, just because you know you might be good at it and it might be paying you well. It doesn't necessarily mean it's right for you, and it could adversely cause you harm as well. Because it, if it's adding stress to your life, it's going to affect your overall well-being and your and your own emotional and mental health as well, which you're going to take home with you, and it's going to possibly affect others as well. All these little things are, are things to be considered. Sleep is so crucial.、Um, not getting enough sleep is so crucial.、Uh, getting too much sleep. Can be harmful, you know. Once again, a lot of different variables. What you eat,、um, caffeine can be very de- detrimental to you. And trust me, I'm a coffee guy. It's you know, it's something I have to work on.、Um, what you know, what you put into your body, processed foods, chemicals, all these things can have you know terrible effects on your body. So all these things about your life. It's really a lifestyle change you are making to be able to manage your mental illness and your bipolar. All things that you should be thinking about, and you know, getting that support to help you make these changes in your life because all these variables are crucial to how you're going to manage your life and whether or not you're going to have a, a manageable, happy life or a very chaotic. Crazy, stressful, negative-filled life, with great, possibly crazy anxiety, possibly, you know, severe depression. All these variables are so important and so crucial to your health, and all things that you should be, you know, aware of for your life and working on in your everyday life. So, you know, I thought it'd be real important to talk about. These things, especially the meds and getting evaluated, because it is very important. It, it, it played a big part in my life getting evaluated、um, from the get-go because I had a starting point and I knew where to go from there. And though there were many years even after getting evaluated that were, I was struggling with, it still gave me a starting point. And I knew at some point in my life I was going to have to deal with it, and I was going to have to make a conscious choice to want to get better. Because if I didn't, at that particular time, I, I was in a pretty rough state, and it probably would have led to led me to some pretty harmful, you know, roads in my life. You know, so I'm glad that I made the choices that I did. You know, even though I did struggle, I did I have fallen many a time, and to this day I still struggle. But I always managed to pick myself up, and and I'm very grateful and thankful for the people in my life who helped me pick up. You know, my fiance, my kids, my parents, my siblings, my extended family, my friends that are aware of my mental illness—they've been a big part of me managing my life, and I'm grateful for them. I'm blessed to have them. I love them all, and I understand that not everybody is as fortunate to have this type of support. But there are other outlets. There are, you know, I'm grateful for the support groups. There are other, you know, avenues to go down to,、uh, you know, to be able to get some help.、Um, the, the National Alliance of Mental Illness—it's 
it's a big organization that can help you with your mental illness and gives you information and outlets of where to go for information if you're not sure. There's just so many things, but most importantly, once again, if you are questioning whether or not you have a mental illness and you're not sure, or even if a loved one or a sibling or somebody you know is going through it and you may have questions about it, the best thing you can do is to get evaluated or recommend that they get evaluated. The best starting point. And if you are you know, dealing with meds and maybe you're new to the meds or you've been frustrated because you can't seem to find the right group of meds to, you know, to make you feel better or even out, which is probably the most important that everybody wants to get. People want to even out. I question it, question things, talk to your doctor. Um, it's very important. Communication is so important. Don't just go to the internet. Don't just talk to people who aren't doctors, who aren't doctors, frankly, because they really aren't going to know unless, you know, they've either have it themselves or are professionals who deal with it. They're just going by what they read in books, internet, what information, passing information. And it's not a good way to assess things, not a good way to diagnose things. It, it, like I said, it could be very harmful. It could be very detrimental. It could have long-term effects um, to you. It could have immediate effects. So, you know, with that being said, if, you know, if you're ever in question, like I said, talk to your doctor, let that be your starting point. So I hope this episode has helped somebody out there because I know it, you know, it's helped me. And it, this podcast continues to help me, and I hope it continues to help others out there because that's you know one of the most important things about having this podcast is I've said it just about every episode. It started out as having a voice, but it's also about the ability to help others. And I I really truly hope this helps somebody out there because I know it's helped me. So with that being said. Stay healthy, stay strong in mind, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back with an all new episode very soon. Until then, you can catch past episodes of Dance With My Demons podcast on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast on. You can also catch me on Instagram at Dance With My Demons 69, on Facebook, Dance With My Demons podcast, on X at DWMD podcast 69. And also, if you or somebody you know is going through an emotional or mental crisis, 988 is the National Suicide Lifeline. Keep that in mind. We're all in this together and everybody needs each other's help. So until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later.